Hello and welcome to Simply Spanish, a K-pop podcast where we talk about what's happening in the world of K-pop, K-media, K-dramas, K-anything. I am one of your hosts, Emily, and... And I'm Mika. I don't know why I said and... <laughs> hello <laughs> switching things up this episode i know right Moving i have the reins the now how did that feel it felt awful <laughs> now you know how i feel you're the professional uh, am i that's why it takes me 15 minutes to do the intro <sighs> can't rush perfection if, if that, okay i'll take it <laughs> If you if you consider that perfection, then hell yeah. Okay. Anyway, hello everyone. Yeah, it's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you lucky? Yeah. Today, okay. Today we're doing things a little. Well, obviously we've already started doing things a little different. We're gonna have right. even more different, more different, more different. Yeah, sure. I'm just going with it. I'm going with the grammatic mistakes, failures. That's going. Anyway, today's different. Yeah, because we're gonna have a we're gonna have a guest in a little yeah. bit. Our first guest. Whew. We tried doing this once before and we blew it. Yeah, we blew <laughs> it. So <laughs> this is take two. So yeah, I'm it'll be interesting. I'm excited to do that. But before we get into all of that, I want to continue the conversation that we were having last week, not last week, last episode. And that is you've started Singles Inferno. I have. I have started that journey. <laughs> How far you went to it? I have finished up through season or season episode five. Episode five. So that's kind of where I was at in the last one. And I finished it since then. Yeah. Um, so how do you feel? What do you think? <laughs> I, I like literally don't like any person on the <laughs> entire show. I, fair. That's very fair. Don't get me wrong. Like I know in general, obviously this is like in general, like Korea is very beauty obsessed and like uh, puts a lot of emphasis on looks. Mm -hmm. So keeping that in mind, I'm trying not to judge them too harshly, but literally every single one of them is like, I am so sexy and very cute and I have the perfect body. So I want to be with somebody who is sexy and super cute and has a perfect body. That's all that matters. Oh, yeah. and that they're honest. Oh, oh, also themselves. that they have their own opinion. Yes. That like a <laughs> That's what it is. Theme. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, when they kept saying that, I'm like, what do you even mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe it's a translation. Yeah. I don't know. Cause maybe it's like that they, I mean, I get wanting to have, find somebody that, you know, has a mind of their own. Yeah. Right. But I'm wondering why that's such a like, so many of them say that that's like a top and then, priority. And I just thought about it too. It's like they say that, but then they also want to be the one doing things for that other person. Mm -hmm. You know, like the guys will like, like, oh, here, have this. Like you have this or, you know, like you should have this. It's like, and then they just take it. I don't know. I don't know where I was trying to go with that. It's like, it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I guess I felt like you have such an emphasis on wanting somebody have an opinion of their own yet every single person on this show is exactly the same person like in a different skin suit like, I, I just didn't feel like any of them had a distinct personality yeah. to be honest except for Gia yeah yeah she's yeah I, I really liked her I like how she was like yeah everyone was like falling for her like in the beginning you know first impression mm -hmm. that she's like yeah none of these guys are my type it's like <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, what is your type that night? Please. Uh, well, at by the end of episode five, she is like fully canoodling with. Mm, I'm gonna mess up their name. I, I don't know. I don't remember who's who's who. But she's like holding hands with somebody at the end of episode five. I'm also really upset because like I liked Jin talk. I mean, it's possible just because I he's the one I find the most attractive of the guys. Mafia daddy. Yeah, Mafia Daddy. I also kind of liked his personality the best because I felt like he was going after one like one person, but he also like genuinely seemed to like her beyond just being attracted to her. I mean, I know. I mean, how much could he like her? It's been two days, but I don't know. He seemed like genuine ish. And then he like the so he went to paradise with her. What is her name? The really athletic boxer lady. So young. Yeah, she's she's hot. Yeah. So he went with her to paradise and I felt like they really connected. She know she was. And then I was so hurt because she purposely chose somebody that she knew wouldn't choose her so that she could stay in the inferno with John. uh, What's his name? John Tuck. Jin Tuck. Jin Tuck. And then he went to paradise with what's her face? Uh, Jiyoung. Jiyoung. And then when he was like, I can understand, like, yes, there's still time to get to know the other contestants. You don't necessarily have to just stick to one person. It makes sense. But it was like the moment that he was talking to what is her name? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I'm blowing this. Hold on. Gian or uh... yeah, the moment he was talking to what's her name? <laughs> Why can't I remember her name? Gian, <laughs> Gian. The moment he was talking to Gian, it was like the other one ceased to exist. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna try I this need, again. I just need names. So young, so young, so young. Okay, all right. To recap. What I was trying to say in that absolute dumpster fire of a sentence was Jinta, right? He seemed really focused on Soyeon. They went to paradise together. They really connected. And they were even like, oh, like, this is it. Like, I don't want to go. Yeah, they really kind of like made it seem like we're going to stick together. Yeah. And she purposely chose somebody she knew that wouldn't choose her so that she was going to stay on Inferno so that she could be be with Jinta. Then Jinta picked... Gion, mm-hmm. which, okay, I can forgive him for that. Y- you know, it-, it is a show where you're supposed to get to know multiple people. Sure, whatever. But was he expecting her to pick him back, though? Well, I'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then it-, it was just like in the conversation that he was having with Gion, he basically acted like Soyeon did not exist ever. Like it was. Yeah, he was like very secretive with like what they Yeah, he done. was just being shady. Yeah. And then I could even forgive him that. But then when Soyeon like took him to the side to have the conversation like dude what is going on because now you seem like you are all about Gion. um he just kept trying to like dodge her very direct questions and then when she told him that she purposely made it so that she was going to stay on inferno he was like oh yeah i did the same thing and she was like so you only chose Gion because you thought she wouldn't choose you and he was like uh i don't know like he was just like he totally was just trying to say what she wanted to hear yeah but she kept pushing until he finally had no choice but to tell the truth but that made me like totally over him mm-hmm. anyway that was my very eloquent <laughs> i i honestly didn't expect 
her to pick him. I think we all thought he was, or I, we all thought that she was going to pick Sion. I like Gia with Shihun, but then the person that she is holding hands with at the end of episode five is Hyunjung. Mm-hmm. So I'm all confused. But Hyunjung's the one that she wrote to on the first night, right? She's the one that he's the one that she sent that like Appa note to. Boba, Appa. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Um, was it? I, yeah, because it was when they were getting the water. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, sorry. And then Soyeon had that really uncomfortable conversation with Sehun. Do you remember that? Oh, the... Where he, she was like, she kind of was like, since my dude ditched me. Yeah. And your <laughs> and girl ditched you. doesn't want anything to do with <laughs> yeah. you. How about we like each other? And he like got super angry yeah well they had picked each other on the postcard night right yes yeah so that's what she was saying like maybe we could we could spark something up which is not a bad thought but she must have really hurt her pride when she was kind of like gian doesn't want you like give up he said he cried Dude was a mess. That was, that was for sure. He. Eh. I just don't even know what he like. Why he fell so hard for Gian? Like right out the gate. Like yeah, because she never really talked to him that much. It was like pure, purely off of just her looks. Right. He was captivated with, which I mean, that's all they they said they wanted. They're beautiful people, but. I don't know. But like the fact that they're all beautiful, it's not like she's gorgeous and everybody else is a dog. <laughs> like, yeah. Not only that, but he wrote to, to uh, Soyeon the first night. So he obviously must have found her attractive too. Yeah. I think they had a, it was because when they were cooking, they did a lot together. I don't know. But yeah, still, it's like, why then would you keep going after this girl that doesn't want you? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just wonder if I, and I haven't looked it up because I don't want to spoil the ending for myself. Mm -hmm. I want to know if any of these couples are together at all in real life. I need you to finish. (laughs) Well, can you just at least, do you know if any of them are still together? Nothing has been officially said, but there have been hints within certain social media posts of certain individuals being in the background and stuff. So, and like a hand that looked similar to contestant stuff like that. So, but nothing has been confirmed yet. I guess they're just wanting to give people more time to actually finish and like watch the show and finish it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, nothing has been confirmed or anything. OMG, did you know (laughs) that Hyunjung Hyunjung was um, in one of Stray Kids' performances in Kingdom Legendary War? Yeah. No. Okay. (laughs) Never mind then. I didn't know that. No, I'm sorry. No, um, yeah. Hyunjung and the new guy are both like K-pop background dancers. Oh. Yeah. The the new guy was in the the um that one like Sumi performance. Oh. The one where like they're all wet. Yeah. Yeah. So and like they all recognized him, like like, oh yeah, you're that guy. Well, I don't know if they all recognized him. People recognized him. K pop people recognized. I don't know where I'm going. So you've met the new people. Yeah, but like very, very briefly. Yeah. Do you think they have any chance? I think so, because I think that there are quite a few people that are either untethered or are about to get left out in the cold. Yeah. 
it's like, right? Because oh, well. like Soyeon has blown her chances with both of her people. Uh, Gia had at least one other person on the string, but now she seems like she's set on um, oh. Hyunjung. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I just like I just want to like make comments, and I can't. You're not there yet. Yeah. So I feel like Shihoon is still a free agent. Soyeon is still a free agent. Then- Sehoon really doesn't have anybody if Jinta and Jiyeon continue and of course there's a new girl and two new guys so like a new girl and a new guy could like each other I'm completely missing a couple of <laughs> yeah, Wan, whatever. yeah like she doesn't have anybody but no, she, she has Jin-Tao. you went to paradise with somebody yeah. that she liked right yeah they liked each other who did she go to paradise with do you remember uh Jin Tuck? oh yeah 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 oh, no june john sick sorry john sick yeah, yeah no, they they're pretty much they're pretty out. much coupled up they don't <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I, I think there's a chance for the new the noobs. Yeah, we shall see. Wow. Well, that was a very, very eloquent <laughs> recap of the first five <laughs> episodes. Like how you even attempted names. I don't think I attempted names besides Gia when I did mine last episode. So well, I, I probably shouldn't. Because <laughs> that was largely incoherent. <laughs> It's all right. Attempts were made. Yes. I think by the end, you'll have their names. Like, you'll know them. But, like, since I haven't, I finished it, like, two weeks ago, their names are just, like, gone. It's like, all right, yeah, it's that's all over it. Except for Gia. But. The issue is, like, okay, I could, I, I don't know. I just, I ha- I'm i not drawn to any of them. So, like, it's, it's having a hard time sticking in my brain because I yeah. just don't really like any of them that much. Yeah, I don't really like them. I didn't really like, I wasn't too drawn to any of them really, but I, I did think they were entertaining. Yeah. So I think that's what kept me in. And then it's also, like, is Sihon or C? Oh, fuck. Is the dude going to get the girl? Like she's, she's already like, he's, he's already had two strikes. Is he going to get her in the end? She's just not interested. I did watch one of the episodes dubbed. <laughs> the worst thing i've ever heard <laughs> i'd imagine so oh it's so bad what if oh, we so <laughs> what if we did like a review of a show or one of us watched well, i guess we kind of did that with squid game but one of us watched <laughs> the dub and one of us watched the sub. i just the sub for for uh singles inferno is exceptionally bad because they gave like everyone a super like all the girls have like a super airhead voice and all the guys have like a very macho voice and you know it's not scripted so a lot of the times they're saying like kind of inane things and it just sounds so unnatural and like not a way that anyone would ever talk yeah I feel like that's how it usually is in dubs yeah so I stay it's like with anime and stuff I feel like they might be able to get away with it because it's like animated yeah but when it's like actual humans like people that you can see it's weird that does not match up yeah (laughs) oh yeah all right that's singles inferno it is all right so now we'll move on all right to our next segment which we started which is our song of the week song of the week i don't know what i was doing there cut that out songs of the week so i went first last time so do you want to go first this time sure i will go first i feel like you showed your hand in discord with the song that you're gonna have so yeah i think i did too (laughs) i just couldn't resist because i got excited Uh, fair enough let me preface by saying this 
I'm like really, really upset with myself for sleeping on the last album that AT's put out at the end of 2021. So they put out Zero Fever epilogue like the second week of December, I think. Mm -hmm. And I didn't listen to it until like a week or a week and a half ago. Yeah. It's so good. Obviously, I'm going to focus in on one song as my song of the week. But the album itself, (laughs) the album is so good. And I liked Zero Fever Part 3 a lot, but I like Zero Fever Epilogue even better. And obviously, I think, like, it. I don't think it is the end of, like, their whole Zero Fever era, right? Mm -hmm. But... Well, it is epilogue. Yeah. That's that's the end, right? Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> oh, I thought you, I, I'm sorry. I, I spaced out for a second and then I thought you said this isn't the end. And I'm like, Wait, no, 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 no. I, I said epilogue is, is the and end. And I was like, no, I know it is because epilogue is like the end of the end. <laughs> Uh, it runs this like obviously I don't speak Korean we all know this but it it like still not even knowing what they're saying just the music of it like takes you on this journey I feel like it sounds this is (laughs) I don't know if this is really stupid but it it sounds like it could be like a rock opera or I guess like a pop opera kind of thing because not even knowing what the lyrics say the 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 album feels like it tells a story I guess because there's like all these highs and and there's lows and there's like intensity and then there's like mellowness it's just a good album and even like the uh what are they called like interlude songs are like I, I don't particularly exceptional I think anyway so like I said the entire album is fantastic. I slept on it. Honestly, at least two of these songs would have made my 2021 top 20 if I had listened to the album one time, which brings me to <laughs> fucking finally my song of the week, which is three minutes later, <laughs> <laughs> which is the real and I'm going to fuck this up. Hyung Hyung version. H-E-U-N-G. How would you say that? Hung? Hung? Because okay. it's not Hyung. So yeah. Hung version. Okay. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what kind of song it is? Jeez. So, I also, like I said, because I have just been, like, I'm so behind. I'm so behind on the world of K-pop in general. I feel like I'm blowing this. I cannot get ahead. I didn't even know that this had a video until today. Like, I've been bopping this song for, like, a week and a half. And I didn't even know how to music video, which I watched today, which brought me to my first realization is that during this comeback, Mingi has a silver mullet and it is a thing of beauty. And I'm really upset with myself for missing it. I don't know if he still has it. Yeah, that was, but... I was about to ask, does he still have it? <laughs> no, the last thing I saw, the most recent thing I saw, it was shorter. So I don't know if the mm. mullet part was extensions or not. Ah. Yeah. I think it might have been extensions because it's pretty long, but it's so glorious. And the video is so good. It's um like set in a school setting and they're like in the school uniforms. And then there's all these like intense classes happening. Like there's one scene with people writing Hangul, but like with those like pretty like paintbrushy type writing. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> like they're on scrolls and stuff. 
And one of the members has like a giant paintbrush. I don't know how to describe it, but there's all these like very like it. it's like a school setting, but like very larger than life. And the choreo is incredible. They have this dance break in the song that I think is fantastic. And then also at the end of the video, there's a moment where they all like join fists and there's like lightning and like something happens in the sky. And I don't know if it's supposed to be tied to anything else because it almost seems like there's something supernatural happening. And we we know that we've seen this trend of every every single group having lore now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's something I don't know. Even obviously, I'm a terrible 80s fan. Maybe all of Zero Fever has lore. I don't know. Um, But what I thought was interesting, which I haven't even gotten this far in Kingdom Legendary War yet, because I also suck at that. They performed this song on Kingdom Legendary War, but it wasn't like on any of their albums till now. And I guess they added stuff to the song for the album to make it sound like they added some traditional Korean music elements. So there's definitely that kind of flair to it. I also looking at the lyrics, I the the music video made even more sense to me after looking at the lyrics in English, because it's kind of all about how when you're young, you're really focused on looking cool and kind of like having swagger and like saving face in front of your peers. And then as you grow older, you realize like maturity and being humble and showing kindness is like what really makes you a like cool person. I don't know. (laughs) It's like more eloquently put than that. But um, I thought it was a good message and the song slaps. So that is my song of the week. Nice. And I highly recommend, I recommend watching the music video because it's very good. Yeah. I'll need to do that because I don't think I've listened to the newest album either. So I really, really like the album. When did it come out in December? December 10th. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was going to say if it was after our countdown episode, then maybe you could include it in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> no, I blew it. Blew it. I blew it. it. <laughs> I really need to go back and listen to all of the Zero Fever albums because I've only listened to the last two and I'm certain I'd be even more swept up in the whole journey if I started yeah. from the beginning. I, yeah, I expect a full dissertation. On <sighs> well, all clearly I have lost all ability to speak <laughs> and have coherent thoughts, so I wouldn't count on it. It'll be a summer project then. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> my turn yeah this one's good i'm gonna pull my stuff up i had most of my stuff up i can hear myself can i okay i can't anymore okay okay Okay, i can get rid of singles inferno stuff now all right all right so my song of the week i am staying on trend see it's not really a trend because this is only the second week we're doing it and a trend is if it's a i think five what is that the official trend count five or seven yeah i learned it in school because in like one of my business classes they were like yeah they'll say trend but it's actually it's either five or seven so yeah so it's not quite a trend but maybe it will be because now we're on week two and i'm having my song is another solo artist artiste and artiste and um it is i don't know if you've heard the song i haven't talked about it at all and that is what else is new i know (laughs) didn't even talk about your top song of 2021 i did though i did (laughs) 
I did. It just wasn't very often. It was mostly to char. But anyway, so my song of the week is Tattoo by Alexa. Okay, this is going to be hard because I have an Amazon Echo. All right. Can you say it one more time? (laughs) (laughs) Alexa, play Tattoo by Alexa. (laughs) Tattoo. Tattoo. What? That's not even the song. (laughs) Alexa. Stop. Okay. All right. So this song. Ready. Give me a day. Okay. Not two weeks ago. Okay. So this song came out at the beginning of this year, January 5th, 2022. I, so I had never heard any of her music before. I think I was like on Spotify and they had like, you know, release radar type thing. Mm Mm-hmm which I don't know why I go to it. Well, I mean, I guess I did find something out of it this time, but usually it's a lot of songs related to like old artists I used to listen to. So like a lot of Western music or like mm-hmm. chiptune stuff, 8-bit stuff. Um, and so there's like very little K-pop in it, but this song was in it and I instantly loved it. It's so catchy. Um, so I just want to talk about our girl here for a second to refrain from saying her name as much as possible so have you listened to other stuff by her before um i listened to her debut song and it was okay well before this i hadn't heard any of it and then i went and after i listened to this and then i was like oh maybe i'll do this as my song of the week i went and listened to her debut song which is bomb hold on bomb she's her Kate profile is so huge yeah yeah she debuted with bomb um on october 21st 2019 and i listened to it after like when i was after i figured out that i wanted to do this as my song of the week and i liked it but i really like tattoo a lot more and like you had said before there is lore <laughs> and um yeah when i said i listened to bomb i listened to it like an hour before the recording tonight so mm-hmm. i couldn't like dive deep but i did want to talk a little bit about her a little bit so she is a soloist but she did actually participate in um yeah, so she did. She was a contestant on Produce 48, which is the same program that a lot of the members of IVE were on. And she actually ranked 82. And uh, so she got kicked off pretty early because um, there were a total of 96, right? Yeah, 96 contestants. So she probably got kicked out in the first round. But like, I don't know. I, I, I should probably just go watch it <laughs> because like I'm seeing all these different people and a lot of people from Produce 48, even if they aren't in like IVE or they weren't in Eyes 1, they're like going to other groups. So I feel like that would be cool to see. But I'm, I'm, I'm really curious why she got kicked out so early because she does have a really good voice. So I don't know. But um, so she is actually like kind of around my age. She was born in 1996. So I was born in 95. So fairly, fairly close, right? Um, And so... The lore that I've seen so far in what I watched of Bomb and Tattoo, there's like lore surrounding AI. And then when I was looking her up a little bit, her fandom name is AI Trooper. So I was like, oh, okay. So it is surrounding uh. like AI lore. Um, and I didn't look into like the lore of Bomb or anything. But also I thought what was interesting is she is Korean and Russian. Which like, oh. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I mean, I know it exists, but I haven't... <laughs> she's the first one it's like obviously that exists but to see that in like k-pop so um yeah just a little bit well not a little bit but now i'll get into the song and it's a really it's a full english song and they did say they thought about releasing it in korean but they wanted the 
Yeah, they wanted to, so they thought about releasing it in like a Korean version originally, but they decided to stick with the original English version so that it could preserve the original meaning of Tattoo. Um, hmm. And so possibly there will be a Korean version in the future. It is open. So huh. a little bit about the song. I got this from nme.com and where does it start? Okay. So this is what, and she's under ZB label. I've never heard of it. No. We're getting so much like content from these smaller labels. I know. Like it's becoming like popular and I love it. It's like not just about the big three anymore. And so, um, but the CEO of ZB label said that tattoo expresses the confusion instead of Alexa as an AI. (laughs) I should just unplug her. We're just a plugger. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Okay. So yeah, it expresses a confusion instead of Alexa as an AI, where the human emotion of love has been engraved inside of her like a tattoo. Um, and compared to previous singles, the song gives listeners an emotional emotional stimulation with its delicate storyline and lyrics, adding even more to the AI universe. So yeah, this song is like super catchy and like it's so yeah like it it stimulates like your ears i don't even know like obviously i am not a music reviewer reviewer <laughs> but it just it's, you know it just sounds so nice in the ear holes <laughs> yeah it's just so pleasant i don't know but um it does the music video to it has like a very big like it has a strong ai influence and um <sighs> But it's like, I wasn't even paying attention to that because like, she is so attractive in this video. Like she is always in like knee highs, right? Which like is a weakness for me. Yeah. Oh, and, wow. like and, To like, us she- all. <laughs> Sorry. And like-, <laughs> and like short skirts. And she even has like these like spiky garter, like leg garters on at one point. And I'm like, oh, kill me now. And like a choker, like a Chanel choker. She's like really hot in it. And so I was like, I wasn't even paying attention to the lore in the background. I was just like paying attention to the visuals, you know? I like I obviously haven't watched any performances either, but I was just Googling her. And even the thumbnails for the music bank performance mm-hmm. looked deadly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw them too. And I was like, oh, I should watch those. And then I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> but like, oh, she's, I really need to watch it because yeah, choreo isn't really in the it's very very little of the choreo is in the video um she has great nails in every picture (laughs) she just has like um in this picture from what i'm assuming is the video she has these silver like finger cuffs on i guess that's what you'd call them they're like very intricate they're like kind of rings but then they um, also are like yeah, yeah i see what you're talking yeah i know what you're talking about yeah yeah i have the video up right now and they just showed it so yeah i want some of those right is it like because i'm they must just be like slide on what would you call those <laughs> Claws? I don't know. Like I'm literally cages. Cages? Uh, I don't know. Uh, claws. <laughs> claws ring. Maybe like <sighs> nail. Oh, I found them on Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really like the song. Um, I only discovered it like maybe a little over a week ago. Uh, I had seen it. I didn't like it was on my like recommended on YouTube. And I was like, eh. And then I had heard it in, of course, my release radar. I was like, holy crap, this slaps. So 
it like and it gets stuck in your head so easily for me because like i said it's just so pleasant in your ear holes <laughs> that's a ringing endorsement yeah i i you know we'll get there okay i say we i will get there you did great i will get there did i fine. did i do great <laughs> <laughs> i think you did um and the i feel like the lyrics to the song are pretty like simple mm-hmm. um like there's nothing like really too deep to it, which is fine. You know, like songs don't have to be deep. Um, they can be simple. Yeah, they can just feel good in your ear holes. Exactly. So yeah, it's really just I don't know, stuck on me like a tattoo. <laughs> Yikes. I don't know. But okay, that's my song. <laughs> Those were our songs of the yeah. songs of the week. We need like segment music for it. I know. God. Song of the week. Song for the week. <sighs> W-E-A-K week. Also, this is Alexa with a capital X. So it's like Alexa. All right. <laughs> All right. So now we are going to have a special guest on the podcast. I think we had said in the last episode that we were going to be talking about the new Pentagon comeback. So we have someone joining us today to chat about it with us. So if you would like to introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. This awesome podcast. Simply Spanish. Yes. <laughs> yeah, my name is Lori and I'm a big universe. If you don't know what that is, that's a big ass Pentagon fan. <laughs> are they either your alt group, right? They are like my alt group. Yes, they are yeah. my alt group next to Vix. So. Which but- Vix didn't actually disband, did they? They're just like on indefinite hiatus. Yeah, because um, they're coming out of military and I know there's one member that left. So gotcha, gotcha. Who would you say your bias is, Pentagon? Uh, Uto, and I think that's your bias too. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, I think you. I mean, I don't know too much about them quite yet because this was my first like exposure to uh, them. But I, you know, I made you I look like his voice. Huh? So the thing, thing is, like, I noticed like who you like, kind of mm-hmm. like this, and from that assumption of what I think i know you like i think your bias is you so yeah you, you like the deep voices man i do i do i am I a suck deep voice that you're just like huh. yeah, oh my God. yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying i feel like oh by the way you were talking about one is let me guess lido ito it's your bias in in what one is one is i've never listened to them where we talk when did we talk about them <laughs> Did you talk about that last week? No. No. Wait, yeah, because you were talking about um what did we talk about last week? You were talking about the show, the shows that you're watching. Oh, uh Kingdom. Kingdom. But I think you I I for some reason I thought you were mentioning one is because there was also Road to Kingdom and they were in Road uh, to Kingdom. Oh, yeah, I haven't yeah. watched Road to Kingdom. Yeah. I had seen that. I had seen some like artists like you know mention like Road to Kingdom and then there's like Kingdom Legendary War. So they are two separate ones. Right. Okay. Yeah. And you I watched thought- both of them, right? Or-, or maybe I was thinking about one is. That's probably <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I've heard any one of us. Anyway. That's okay. <laughs> We're professionals. Mm-hmm. That's what the so, are Pentagon, the and- new album. What did you think about it, Flory? Oh, duh, amazing as per usual. <laughs> By the way, let me just, let me have a shout out to the birthday, birthday boys because the Maknae line's birthdays are this week. 
Oh, so all, they all have the same birth, like, or they all have birthdays on the same week. Yeah, they're four days apart from each other. Oh my god! Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> that is really cute. <laughs> they're all born in 1998. So like, Yuto is first on on the 23rd, which is my birthday as well. A yeah, third, and then actually, Kino's birthday is 27th, which is tomorrow, but in Korea it's now. Yeah. Oh my Happy god, birthday. I'm such a bad Kino stan. <laughs> Yeah, Kino's there. And then Wusak's birthday is the 31st. And that's actually when I'll get my albums from K-Town for you. Yes. And how many Woo-hoo. albums did you order? We don't talk about that. The more you order, the better off of K-Town for you. No, she I, did a good job this time. She didn't order that many. Yeah, because I was broke. <laughs> that never stops me. <laughs> I had to buy a. I had to buy a new, what do you call it, for the car? Batteries. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, responsibilities. I had to, I had responsibilities now yeah Ugh, gross so that's the reason but it's it's their 12th mini album can you believe that well that's crazy when did yep. they debut uh 2016 and this is their 12th mini album it's called invite you yeah invite you to join the universe get it <laughs> they get have it. two versions of the album right as yeah as packaging i just remember nouveau i don't remember the other one um yeah, I don't remember that one. There's two versions of it. I just remember Nouveau because that was the one they were talking about most. It's like the black version, mm-hmm. like the black, but something is like Flash or something or something like something like that. But don't you remember yeah, the album cover is like very um... simplistic. It's their mm-hmm. new like um what do you call it? Their new symbol for Pentagon. It's really cool. But yeah. Oh, so they're getting rid of that like. I don't think they're getting rid of it. I think they're just adding it. Adding, okay. Yeah, because it's like now like the new kind of symbol that they're putting in everything Pentagon. Oh, I see it on the album cover. Yeah. So that's like the new one. Um, it's in their like it's like everywhere, like their Instagram, their Twitter, um, not Twitter, um, their YouTube channel. So gotta love a rebrand. Uh, speaking of rebrand, I felt like a lot of them looked so different in the feeling like music video. But I don't know why. I just felt like they really looked different. I feel like because they're maturing. Yeah, they look like <laughs> they look like men in the, in the, in the music see, video. You see arms. I was like, when did you grow up like that? Yeah, they're also wearing like gloves and leather and harnesses and like body chains. Yeah. I know that. Did you watch Dr. Bebe? You missed that, didn't you? No, I missed that. You should watch Dr. Bebe and then you'll see games. I'll add it to my list. Yes. Then you'll see those things (laughs) more in that video. Um, Yeah. Now, by the way, Gino's back from the military service. Woohoo. I'm glad to hear again. So that was amazing. Have you read? Have you listened to the um, other songs in the album? Uh, the new album? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I listened to the whole thing. I think I've listened to it like three or four times so far. Yeah, I've listened through it as well a couple of times. Oh my god, do you have a favorite? My favorite song. It's between the game and call my name, but mm-hmm. I think I like the game slightly more. You like you like how they kind of had a little nod to like um, Black Streets. No diggity. Yes, yes. Oh, and yeah. I don't know name. They have the no diggity part. Yeah. Ayo, ayo, ayo. Yes. So yes. well in it, I too. That. Who wrote, guess who wrote it? Who? Kino. Yes, I knew it. I knew it in my heart. That's what you were going to say. No, like Kino has like this like very flirty, sexy vibe when he writes music. Very R&D. So like I could tell right away. After, not even knowing who wrote it, I was like, 
that's a keno song that's <laughs> totally keno see i okay one second see you know how flory is just like perfectly describing like the music that's what i need <laughs> i was just struggling <laughs> to like recap my song of the week and i'm like you know what i'll get there one day i am not a music <laughs> reviewer <laughs> You just gotta feel it in your yeah. like feel it in your body like mm-hmm. when you feel it so like yeah I need to like when I'm listening to it I just need to write down because it's like oh I'll like, remember that when I go over it and then I forget <laughs> and then it's like I can't like rewatch it while I'm recording you know so yeah I really just need to get back to oh, it down. yeah and like uh, another thing about Pentagon guys if you don't know that they usually write their own songs they cope so they do right most of their stuff oh almost all of them since their third album that's awesome yeah. i like how that is more i just feel like more and more groups are starting to write their own music it's amazing mm-hmm. like uh stray kids yeah Stray Kids. yeah so that's really cool i, I was kind of bittersweet about this song the title song because it's the first song since their third album that um we did not participate or even wrote or even participated in writing the song mm. so it's kind of very sweet to me because i felt like at first when i listened to feeling like i was like it doesn't feel like a pentagon song because it has doesn't have a touch of me in it mm-hmm. you know what i mean but then it, it made me think about like all the other members who were able to participate in that song like gino and kino and wusok actually um wrote the lyrics to the song so it was nice to have their their input in the song and, but it just felt weird that it wasn't like a hui song you know what i mean mm-hmm. still an army but still an amazing song nonetheless i thought it definitely ha- also had like some r&b vibes um i don't know it gave me like at moments there were like kind of some like michael jackson moments in there i felt like especially in the video yeah in the video like a lot of the footwork and the choreography kind of reminded me of michael jackson um yeah um, i really like the choreo for feeling like I love the the chorus like move with the when they're moving their face with their hands. It's just so and then they're moving the opposite direction or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, By the way, shout out to Auspicious Crew for choreographing that um, nice little choreo. (laughs) Of course, (laughs) they did a lot of. I think I've heard that they did a lot of like shiny maybe songs dancing. They did basket. Basket, basket. Oh my god, I can never pronounce that one. Basket. I have never even heard of them, so <laughs> oh, I'm no, assuming no. you're right. It's a Pentagon song. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're trying our best. No, I, 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 I'm like telling you things, and I don't realize that you might not know it because I'm like so focused on like Pentagon and stuff. So, so like yes. you've been following them since debut, right? Um, no, actually since 2017. So okay, I was so like a year after. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I told I, I I don't know if I talked to you about um, Produce 101 before. Have I? Mm, no. So it's like that um, show. It's like um, a, a survival show to um, make um, a boy group or a girl group. Right. OK. Yeah. So one of the songs um, they're One of their last songs was written by Triple H. You know, Triple H. No. <laughs> Yana, Dawn, and um, Oh, okay. But yeah, so it was called Never. And I was like, this song is a bop. 
Like, mm-hmm. it's a great song. When I heard that song, I was like, well, dang. So that's another recommendation for you guys. It's called Never. And it's by Produce 101. So you have to find that. So I know of Produce 48. Yes. And that's the girl group. So 101 is boy group. Yep. Okay, gotcha. And so I, I saw both. I saw 101 and 48. And I'm like, okay, it's two different ones. But I never looked into 101. Yeah. So 101 is the second. It's the first boy group. Because there's two boy groups and two girl groups that debuted within that Produce 101 mm, thing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Um, never was a really great. It was, I was like whoa this is good so i i found out that hui and don which was a former member of pentagon right don they were in a group pentagon and i was like oh cool and then like literally a month after that song came out they were having a comeback and that comeback was like this another one of my favorites i don't know in my instagram i actually wrote it again like reminiscing about like this it's like one of my favorite pentagon songs ever um so you guys gotta check that one out of course <laughs> add it to the list to the never <laughs> ending list so it's like a really good uplifting song um they saw uh what do you call it they saw a painting of this skateboarder who was bleeding who fell and bled but he had a smile on his face so like so technically it's inspired by someone who's like you've been through a lot you've been going through a lot but still you're moving forward. You're smiling through it, the pain. You know what I mean? Aww. And that really gave me a lot of hope since I was starting a new chapter in my career. And it was just got me through for like the first few months. So that's why. And that's ever since then, I became like a Pentagon universe. You know what I mean? It's usually so. how it goes too. It's like, they just catch you at that perfect moment. And it's like, you know, like BTS and Blackpink did that for me. Like they yeah. got me at that right moment. So yeah, pretty common. Oh, yeah. you know, K-pop is so good. I know. <laughs> Thing, but today at during lunch because at work they were all playing black thing songs Aww. <laughs> were you able to listen to the pentagon album before you had to go to work on um monday um yeah i woke up early just to watch the video <laughs> downloaded on apple <laughs> what's your favorite song on invite you um i kind of like bad the last one because I'm, I'm i'm very i'm i'm very partial to like acoustic guitar okay so like just the melody i was feeling it also one shot was you know what one shot reminds me of i feel like it's like got like movie montage vibes like it could be playing while somebody's like training for a marathon or like a, a boxing match or something I was actually thinking of like the breakfast club. <laughs> that also fits too. It's like really like pop rock emo type jam. Yeah. But like somehow still like kind of uplifting. Yeah. Because um, actually not a lot of people know, like when you think of the writers or composers or lyricists in Pentagon, you think of Hui, Kino, Wusuk, right? But there's other members who write too. And in one shot, it was actually written and co-produced by Shinwat, which is oh, a member okay. of Pentagon. The fact that all the members really contribute to it, it's just amazing, like to their music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That what makes Pentagon who they are. And the fact that their styles are so different. Mm-hmm. When you listen to Hui song is very pop, right? Very, you know, fun and loving and like, just like party, whatever. Kino's very R&B sexy vibes. Usak's also kind of different too. He's a rapper, but he's very, he's very playful with his music. And then like, Shinwan, he's very when he his style is more rock. Like he's into like I think his favorite band is like a British rock band. 
you know what I mean? So you can see a lot of influence in that. So I think that's really cool. Like the music that Pentagon puts out, they're all kind of different genres, but it's yeah. very good who they are as a group. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, definitely. I can see that. I obviously didn't know that. So I think it's going to be interesting to listen to this album. And then obviously I still need to go back and listen to their older stuff. Oh my God. Thinking about the different styles that they're each bringing to their music. Honestly, most of my favorites of Pentagon songs are Kino's, the ones Kino has written. So just giving you that kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Kino, like his stuff is good. Like his stuff is good. I mean, all the members have really good stuff too. Also, you can check out their um, YouTube channel because Mm -hmm. put up a lot of stuff that they've written on their YouTube channel. So you can also check out that. Have you watched any performance stages? Well, I'm sure you probably have performance stages for this comeback. (laughs) I only saw. Yeah, there's only the one, right? Yeah, they're um, what do you call it? Their showcase. Yes, because I because I was like, oh, I want to, you know, see the choreo and stuff. And that was the only one I could find as well. Okay. Um, I don't know if they're doing stages yet, but yeah, they're definitely their showcase, which was really good. I didn't watch the whole thing yet because I was waiting for um English subtitles. So mm, gotcha. I'm waiting for that. The eternal struggle. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I heard that they were talking a lot about the album and stuff, so I wanted to really hear what they had to say. Yeah. Like be, actually, be able to understand it. Yeah. So um. Oh, I, I heard. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I heard that feeling light was inspired by the myth of the sculpture Pygmalion. 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 And his sculpture, the Galatea. <laughs> I don't know what any of those words are. Anyway, it's you, but you know the myth of him, right? The sculpture. No. So you just um, knew how to pronounce it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Figure she might know. I think it's like a Greek myth or something about him falling in love with his sculpture. Oh, and there's actually, yeah, there's that moment in the music video with the sculpture. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I heard that that was inspired by that. But I think it was also inspired by the painting of Pygmalion and his sculpture, a painting by Jean-Leon Jerome. Oh, yeah, I see it now. Yeah. There's like, yeah, this painting is what who I assume is the artist looking up adoringly at the sculpture. And there's heard- a lot of naked babies. <laughs> I heard that the lyrics were based on that. That's cool. Now I want to like look into the myth a little bit more and then look at the lyrics again. That's like, it's the biggest bummer. Well, it's like a bummer in that you don't always get the deeper meaning of K-pop songs at first, obviously, because you don't speak the language. But it is also kind of fun just loving a song for its musicality and like thinking it's a bop and then all of a sudden you actually mm-hmm. dive deep into what the song means and then it's like almost like never what you expect it to be yeah. about like a happy song right and it's a breakup song yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's all like all bumpy and like, not bumpy but like all bubbly and but it's a breakup song exactly yeah yeah like I I, I also love like what inspires them because like I said like that the song was inspired by this but like I remember I was telling you about the painting about the skateboarder who fell and mm-hmm. you know that was inspired that inspired like this and like Kino wrote a song called Die For You inspired by Harley Quinn oh that's cool <laughs> so like I just love hearing about how they got inspired to write these music you know what I mean mm-hmm. and just everything about it like it makes sense it kind of mm-hmm. just like what 
mind blown. <laughs> and it's like the musicality, like you said, is like amazing. Yeah, and I feel like they're still, I feel like they're a little bit underrated still compared to like other artists. And I feel like they really deserve a lot. You know what I mean? Out of all their career, they only won once in a music really? show. Really? Once. That's crazy. Yeah, for Daisy. And that's so. a lot. That was a while ago. That was like two years, like two years ago. Yeah. Was, so yeah. like kind of in the middle of their career. Yeah. And huh. once it's, it's like, I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, these boys are so talented, like, vocally, dancing, like, everything. And, like, they never had that, like, glory of winning multiple awards. Like, you know what I mean? Have they had a world tour yet? They did. They had a U.S. tour. But I was in my K-pop hiatus. So I was. No. (laughs) Well, hopefully they make it back over here. I re- like I heard that Yoan, one of the members, was crying when he did the showcase because they were actual universe fans there. Aww. Yeah. And he was like, he hasn't seen them in so long. So he was so like, they actually have some people in the crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's what I heard. Like he was like, I miss my universe so much. <laughs> yeah, you can only imagine like how difficult it's been for just yeah. k-pop groups in general because it's like they they thrive and feed off of energy of the crowd and they haven't been able to have that recently also like years yeah it's just gonna be awkward <laughs> like yeah it's like you just got all the camera people just like staring you down you know i really yeah. hope there's at least one like hype man in the in the crowd i there. wish they would hire me to be that one person i could be right. hyping up for a whole crowd but i heard they try to do that i heard like you can see like cameramans or like pds like clapping in the background like <laughs> they need that yeah they do they do it's and so much work they were, they were so happy like to be able to showcase this and have like kind of this new mature um pentagon you know what i mean like they're they're grown up i tell you they look grown <laughs> af in the music video. <laughs> i'm curious i need to go back and watch their like older stuff to see the difference yeah. i mean yeah like like the one that people their most viewed um video is shine and that yeah. went with the dance so that's a great song now yeah, it's a great song. Oh, by the way, they're what? Today's like the third day of the music video, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I last checked like maybe two hours ago, 17 million views. Aw, yeah. yay. Yeah, they're they're almost at 18 million because I did have it. I have it up right now. Oh, they're my almost God. at 18. They're a little under 18. Oh, my God. I'm so I'm so excited. <laughs> like, like they worked so hard and they really do deserve it. Like they deserve the recognition for sure. So I hope they this comeback will really get them that boost you know mm-hmm. they really and yeah they just they deserve it so mm, i'm sorry i'm getting a little teary and happiness in here <laughs> <laughs> we've all had a lot of feelings about k-pop <laughs> and and flory is like the k-pop og you have been second generation for so long yeah my first my first group was yeah tell us a little bit about your your k-pop journey oh my god um, <laughs> Dude, um, actually started with J-pop. There was a song um, I was watching. I was listening to J-pop because I was heavily influenced by like anime and stuff. And this song came out and I was like, oh, it's a boy band. And I was like, they don't look Japanese. (laughs) It was Dongbang Shingi. (laughs) I don't know if you know them. TBSQ, Dongbang Shingi, DBSQ. Like, I don't know. Negative. No. So like oh, they were like 2005. Oh yeah, no, I was in middle school. <laughs> yeah, so that that's the first exposure to them. 
well, known exposure to them, <laughs> to K-pop. Right. Um, um, so like, and then I started listening to them, then Super Junior. And then by 2009, it was Big Bang. And then I never mm-hmm. looked back. I actually went to a Big Bang concert. Um, that was my first ever K-pop concert was Big Bang. Um, yeah. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I have a couple of friends that I used to work with that went to see Big Bang when they were in the U.S. They, it was a- they were like in the super nosebleeds, though. I don't remember where it was. I think I was just so high in the fact that I was there. And that was like my first ever like K-pop like concert. Because yeah, I was K-pop big- concerts are different than any other kind they of really concert. Are. Like, I don't even know if I can go to Western concerts anymore. <laughs> Not girl. I can't. I can't. But like, um, yeah, it was amazing. And like, you don't see a lot of them because, you know, at, at that time, only like Big Bang was the only ones that would come here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there were other groups that would come um, to the United States because obviously they weren't as popular as they are now. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've been a fan since... 2000 well I would say I became like a total K-pop fan 2009 so that's my journey and got- you've been in it for over a decade mm-hmm. well thank you Flory so much for stopping by to talk to us about Pentagon yeah it was um, a blast it was a lot of fun yeah. a lot of so knowledge have absorbed. you back again yeah I love talking about Pentagon so you know oh yeah anytime guys. perfect thank you thank you See ya. Thank- have a good night guys you too bye bye okay well yeah thank you again flory for coming on and joining us it was a lot of fun and i hope you guys enjoy the conversation as well next time will be our debut episode for february so which emily thought was today And I have all my notes for it. See, you're all ready. You're ready to go. I, I'm still in the middle of my research, but I should be done. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited to talk about my group. Me too. Me too. I've got like, I really went down the rabbit hole. Yeah. I, and even like February, cause I was posting like groups that are supposed to like debuting in February. There's so many. I know. There's quite a few. I mean, I already know who I'm doing. <laughs> I need to start. I've decided I'm going to start doing like a monthly debut playlist for myself and the world you know (laughs) yeah post it post it for the people i will i will i mean i i think we all know what mine is going to be for march so yeah anyway but yeah so that is what we have to look forward to for our next episode we hope you guys enjoyed this episode where can they find us online yeah And so if you do want to connect with us and, you know, chat about Pentagon, all of that, you can find us on our social media channels at Simply Stanish. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. So, and then you can also, if you want to email us, you know, send us a letter, you can do that simplystanish at gmail.com. Simply Stanish everywhere. It makes it super duper easy to find us for this week. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you so much. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I do have a lot of thoughts and feelings. I don't, but... (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) a normal episode, then. (laughs) God, I did the outro last time. Are we letting me do the intro? (laughs) You want to try it. Okay. (laughs) Okay, here I go.
Do 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 do. That's not our theme song at all, but you get the vibe. 